Yo, yo, welcome back to Lost in Transition. My name is Riyadh. My name is Kevin. My name is Sango. This is our new NBA podcast where we discuss and debate NBA topics throughout the season. We will cover everything from power rankings and MVP discussions to trade rumors and NBA trivia. We will also incorporate some unique topics and just try to have some fun with it. Coming up, our fourth episode covers updated power rankings, top three rookies so far, and the Lakers-Sixers game on January 27th. Stand by. today with power rankings um, we're about 20 to about 20 games into the seasons for most teams obviously with COVID and getting games canceled some teams have played more than others um, there's a lot of teams that are around like 500 some good wins for teams some bad wins um, but it looks like the top of the league and the bottom of the league is shaping up so far uh, for this week for the power rankings, um, we'll start off with a few of my top. My number one uh, team is the Lakers still. Um, I think they still deserve to be in that spot. I think they have had a few bad losses. I, st- I still see them as kind of coasting in a way. Um, I still I don't see AD really playing up to up to the level that he can. I still, ha- I still see room to grow with Schroeder's role on the team. Um, still gotta, still gotta see all the offseason pickups, how they, how they kind of incorporate, um, even though some of them have, have been playing well. Um, but I do think, uh, them being seventh in offense and first in defense, uh, as of right now, I think they deserve to be that number one spot. Who do you guys have in that number one spot? Uh, I have the, uh, the other LA team at the first spot, uh, moving ahead of the Lakers, Minus that game that they had with the Hawks the other day when Paul George and Kawhi didn't play. They've, they've won 10 straight. Um, PG, PG and Kawhi are both 50-40-90 right now. Uh, they're leading the league in field goal percentage and three-point percentage. I just think uh, I still have the Lakers ahead of them in terms of like championship aspirations. But because we're going like power rankings are more based on based on like more recent play and uh, you know, how guys are playing right now. I obviously think that AD is going to progress as the season goes on. Uh, but for now I put the Clippers ahead of them. What do you think Songo? Uh, I have the Sixers at number one. My Sixers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I, I'm liking them a lot. Um, I think and beats the MVP right now. And I don't know what Doc's really knows got them in the right, especially we're going to talk about it later. I, I really liked what I saw in the Lakers game besides the closing. Um, and just right now, uh, they're just a good balance offensively and defensively. You know, everyone's Ben Simmons, I guess. I mean, he's still a question mark a little bit, but he's, when he's really engaged. When he's really engaged, you can like just see his potential and like what he can help with that team. Uh, Doc got, I'm liking the shooting a lot with Seth. Um, Doc got Tobias playing like he's old ways again, and obviously Embiid's the best. Big are one of the best. It's a long discussion. I still got to decide between him and Jokic. But yeah, fourth in defensive rating, 
uh, offensive rating. They're, you know, top 15, 12. But, uh, yeah, I'm just liking the, with the way they're playing. And uh, I think it would be uh, – with the way MB is playing, it's going to be harder for them to be stopped. So, right now I got them at number one. All right. Uh, I have the Sixers at two. Me too. Um, I kind of I kind of went um, best in the East, best in the West, in my opinion. So, that's why I had Lakers, Sixers. Um uh, we'll talk about the game they had last week uh, a little bit later, but uh, I thought seeing them match up, um, it definitely felt like a finals matchup. Um, and um, like Sango said, they are third defensively, 12th offensively. So I, I do think they have some room to maybe improve that offense. Um, but I think they're looking pretty good. I think Doc deserves some, a lot of credit and B deserves a lot of credit for, for being focused to start the season. Um, but yeah, I have them at top two. Who do you have at two? Glad I have Sixers as well. I agree with the point you said with the, the room to grow. Uh, Bede's missed five games. They had Matisse, Seth, and Furkan, and uh, Tobias miss a bunch of games as well. So I think you know, as the offense gets flowing, they're playing more minutes together with each other. They're going to continue to improve there. Uh, I was really impressed. I know it doesn't really mean much uh, in terms of like you know, winning playoff series and stuff, but even encouraging the other last night, they had a nice comeback win against the Pacers uh, without Embiid. So it kind of just yep. showed some of the other play, so, uh, some of the other guys stepping up, playing better. And uh, that's, that's a win that the Sixers never get. So it was definitely encouraged there, but obviously we'll get more into that when we talk about the uh, Sixers-Lakers game last week. You got it too, Sanga. I have the Clippers. They're playing outstanding. And Kawhi Leonard, like I, I'm, I can't remember, but I think I had him at three in my MVP ranking. Yeah, you did. Okay, yeah, I, I'm saying it again. He's, you think he has he's a chance? Like his also. You think um, he has a chance to win the MVP? Uh he's, uh, he's third right now. The, the best team, best, best one of the well, top You're the two. best record in the NBA right now. Yeah, record in the league. He's shooting like 50, 40, 90, averaging 25, five and five, and he's playing like defense like his old self again. I don't know. I'm just liking this team a lot, and they've been playing very well. Talu got them doing good stuff, so I got them a number two. Okay, I had uh, I had Jazz three, and I had the Clippers four. I had uh, Lakers three, Jazz four. Yeah, Jazz is four, man. I, th- I have Lakers three. You have, so you have Lakers three. I, I'm, I, I, I do. I can't. I know they're playing well. I just can't. So I have to put them in the top ten. I'm like, I'm like. I'm a hater. Dude. <laughs> I, I can't stand Gobert, man. Like I don't know. You just gotta. I, I can't stand him either. But there's some teams that he he's just he's very effective against. Like I saw him at the Mavs. He destroyed the Mavs two games in a row uh, this this the past Mavs week. Bad, so. But uh, but then he got destroyed by Jokic. So um, <laughs> yeah, Jokic put up 47 on him. Yeah, right? like 33 in the first half. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, but the Jazz Jazz are. Uh, top five offense, top six defense. So that's kind of why I had them a little bit a- ahead of the Clippers because the Clippers are still 12th defensively. So um, I think they need to get inside the top 10 to be true finals uh, potential. I I agree. And I have the Jazz up high. I mean, Mitchell's playing well, 23, 4, and 4. He's shooting 39% on a pretty high volume from three right now. But I just can't get them to like. I don't see them getting in the conference finals with Mitchell as the best player. I just don't think he's efficient enough. I mean, I know Clarkson's probably in the top three, top five for uh, six man of the year right now. But I just don't see them winning two playoff series to be able to like get to a conference finals in the 
anytime near future. Yeah, I probably agree with that. I was just I was it's a combination obviously of power rankings yeah. and also uh prediction. So I think we're we're all pretty much we have the same top four just in a little bit of a different order. Yeah. Um I had um, I had five, five and six, I had the Bucks and Nuggets. Oof, I don't have the Nuggets in there. Or I mean I don't have the Bucks in there. I have Nuggets five, Nets six. Nets six. Oh, you have the Nugget I'm sorry, you had the Nuggets and Nets ahead of the Bucks. Correct. What about you, Songo? I have the same as Okay. In. You have the Nuggets five, Nets six. So why do you guys have the Bucks underneath uh below them? I would have the I even I even have the Celtics above the Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah. Okay. So you you can go first, Songo talking about the Bucks, why you have them so low. Uh I'm just like I've I've been just been consistent with them. I just I don't really like the way Giannis is playing right now. I mean, I know he's playing, he's doing his numbers, but I just feel like it's not thinking about. And also on top of that, like, I'm just seeing how, like, teams like the Celtics have just been dominating the Bucks when they play for the most part. And it seems to be they've been, they're getting kind of exposed lately from what I've been watching. I haven't really got, I need to do, I want to watch a few more games of them. But I've just seen, like, the Celtics, the the development of, like, J- Jason Tatum. He was out for a while. J- Jalen so Brown. Yeah, yeah, but Jalen Brown is just, like, incredible yeah. right now. And um, in terms of, like, the Nuggets, I think Yoke is just playing outstanding, and he's got them back in the playoffs. He's a top four seed. And I don't know, just compared to those two teams, these three teams, I just think that they're, they're the best. I think the, yeah. I think the biggest thing to worry with the Bucks is their defense because the last two seasons – 17th Yeah, right now. last two seasons they were first defensively, and now they're, this year they're 17th so far. So I'm not sure exactly what's going on defensively um uh i think what's going on is i think everyone that comes off their bench is just bad at defense. bad at defense yeah that could be portis is bad Connaughton's bad uh who's the point guard who did who, did, who did they get rid of though that was good defensively off their bench off their west matthews is one okay yeah west matthews uh robin they're, lopez they're kinda, was pretty good anchor also yeah rim protection Cause like who else can get it? Like like I said this before, who else can get a bucket for that team size? Chris Middleton and is that Drew really guy going to be a go to guy? I mean Drew Holiday. I don't know if he's like that. That's this that is game. He's like a good solid player, yeah. but can he like actually get you a bucket? When you I feel like two? they have like two number three guys on a championship team. Yeah, like and yeah. Drew Holiday, but they don't. Have and then you're right. They're also they're kind of benches limited too. Like yeah. I don't know who mentioned that. I don't That's know, what I'm saying. Bobby Those guys Porter. are they, they can't defend the licks. So. Bobby Portis, he got he's got his bro, his brothers is on the team because you know you gotta keep him happy. Show Giannis, give him a favor. Yeah. Man, I understand. Um, so yeah, I had <laughs> Nuggets of five. Agurasanga, I mean Jokic is you know top five MVP. I'm still not. I'm still a little disappointed with Jamal. That's why I'm not. I don't have him as high though. Just yeah. because. Um, Michael Porter Jr. just came back. Yeah, he did uh, just come back, and he's he's been playing better. Uh, I haven't really been able to. Wa- I've only watched a little bit of that 47 game, but apparently the last couple games he's brought it a little bit more on the defensive side, uh, which is huge for them because he was a big time negative on the defensive. You're talking about Jokic? No, uh, I'm talking about Michael, Michael Porter, Porter Jr. Uh, six I had Nets. Just I mean, it's crazy. I thought I saw since since the Harden trade, they're one like in offense they have the they have the best ever offensive the rating of ever. all time they're on pace but they have the worst defense yeah they're 25th um, in defense yeah um so i mean uh, it just carries with me i mean obviously you're gonna see how they mesh it should be interesting we'll we'll talk about and we'll definitely watch the lakers or the clippers 
nets tomorrow night. But I'm just curious what they're going to do at the deadline. I mean, obviously, they have some holes to fill. They have that Dinwiddie contract um, that they can trade, as well as the Shamit and some second rounds. Probably get somewhere around like 18 mil in terms of the, my like biggest worry in. with the nets though is even if they add like one or two pieces like is that enough defensively I, I don't like i don't see them getting better that much defensively i mean if you get a defensive center that can kind of like anchor the d with durant is still pretty pretty good defensively when he's especially because he won't have like an insane offensive burden um and then if you get another wing defender i think they could be pretty solid yeah i don't know uh, yeah, I just I couldn't have him higher than than seven with with that defensive rating. I do I do think, I, I mean you have you they could beat any of those teams honestly, but they would have to score like one fifty. Yeah, like that Wizards game with like that they pissed that away last night was insane. Yeah. All right, so next I have uh, Suns, Celtics, and Pacers. Eight. So nine, what number ten. is that? Eight nine ten. I have Suns, Celtics, Pacers. Okay. Um. Yeah, I have. Bucks, Suns, Pacers, because I had Celtics at seven. Okay. What? So, uh, you guys have. Oh no! What's the order? Okay. So, I'm just trying to figure. Yeah. So, five, so six, I think I had the five, Celtics. six. We had the same one, Sango. We had Nets. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I, had the, I think I have the Celtics as. So did I. I have Celtics seven, Bucks eight, Suns nine, Pacers ten. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I had the same. I my Bucks are nine. So Ria, why do you have the Bucks at five? Um, I just, I expect their defense to get better. Just, I, I, no other reason than that. Like they are first offensively, if they can get within, you know, top 12 defensively. Um, yeah, all their offensive numbers look good. Uh, three point shooting top four, uh, assists per game, top seven pace seven. Um, I think, I think their, their, their problems are, um, are the same they've been the last few years in terms of like who's going to get a shot at the end, who's going to get them a good shot at the end, and um, and just uh, Giannis's like co-star. So, I mean, I still think they're pretty pretty dominant um, in the in the uh, regular season. They have had a few bad losses, but I, I chalk that up just randomness to this season. Yeah. Um, do we want to just mention, I guess, our 11 through 15 before we get into the game that we kind of focused in on this week? Uh, yeah, sh- sure. Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, I got go ahead, Tonga. the Spurs at 10. They've been balling. Suns at 11. Pacers 12. Warriors 13. Hawks 14. Grizzlies 15. Okay, I have... Uh... I have the Hawks at 11, Blazers at 12, uh, 13 for the Warriors, 14 Trailblazers, 15 Spurs. Hawks at 11? Wow. The uh, reason I have Hawks at 11, I mean, they're still top 10 defensive efficiency and offensive efficiency, seventh in net rating it's on top of all the injuries that they've had. I thought in the beginning of the year they looked pretty strong. They're starting to win a couple now. Um, but I feel like once they get healthy – and they're kind of starting to find a, a good mix there. Um, Hunter's been playing really well. I really like his progression this year. Obviously, I have him at 11 now. I'm sure you've watched more than them uh, than I have. But what's your 11 to 15, Riyad? Uh So at 11, I had Blazers. 12, I had Grizzlies. 13, I had Warriors. 14, I had Hawks. 15, I had Spurs. 
You de- you depressed that you didn't get to keep your uh, your Luca boy and the Mavericks in the top fifteen? I mean, yeah, they're 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 underachieving heavily this year. Um, Przingis has looked bad. Uh, Luca has looked not MVP level uh, in a lot of a lot of moments, um, and. I mean, they're defen- they they looked pretty good defensively to start the season, but now they're top twenty defensively. So, I'm I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Um, but I have them. I have the I had them at like seventeen and kind of in the group of like they they could still fix it, obviously for yeah, this definitely. season, and they might move up. All right, well, let's talk about uh, the in my book, praying that it comes true finals matchup between the Sixers Lakers last week. Okay. Real, real quick. Um, from our last power rankings list, um, we, we all kind of had the Lakers and Sixers high, up high uh, in that top five range. Um, so we wanted to make sure we watched the game on um, January 27th. I think it was uh, to, um, to see how they matched up. And um, they definitely, I thought they definitely came out and played pretty hard to start the game. I thought it was definitely an anticipated game for both teams. Um, Everybody played. Um, I thought that, uh, uh, well, just to real quick, um, the Lakers lost by a point. Uh, um, Tobias Harris hit a a game-winning shot with a few seconds left. Um, but the Sixers had had the lead for most of the game, um, and it was around like double di- digits in the second half for most of the second half, right? Yeah, so they they had the lead for – I mean, they controlled most of the game with the lead. Uh, I think they had even a – I think it was up to like 11-point lead with like four minutes left or even maybe even – I think it was even maybe three minutes left. They still had an 11-point lead. So uh, oh, just overall um, takes from the game, um, do you think that even though the outcome was the Sixers winning, what, do you th- what were your um, takes on each team and how they looked coming out of that game, Gladdy? Um, so, I, I mean, I was pretty impressed uh, with both teams. That Sixers stretch down the – like down the, the final stretch was obviously – uh, a little worrisome, but honestly, a lot of it was just Caruso, like just going crazy, bringing a ton of energy, offensive rebounds, tips. Schroeder really got going in the second half. Um, he did pretty well against Danny Green. Uh, he had a good burst in the third quarter. Yeah, exactly, to kind of get him back in it. I mean, LeBron was unbelievable. It's just like, it's crazy how much stronger he is than like essentially like. 98% of the people that would cover him in the NBA. Like Simmons has been shutting down people left and right, making him inefficient. And just like he just, even the way he bodies him, is just like unbelievable. I was doing that in year 18. Um, one thing I really liked uh, the Sixers kind of started out early with uh, Tobias Harris covering AD and Embiid on Gasol. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they quickly switched that, which I definitely liked. Uh, because Marcus all plays on the perimeter so much, I think it's it's beneficial to have Embiid on AD and have Tobias on him. Uh, if you want to post up Marcus all five possessions and a half or in a quarter, um, be my guest. Like that's fine. I'd rather have that and have Embiid on AD and kind of roaming a little bit more in the paint area. 
uh, I actually did a little bit of research. I saw that Tobias actually covered Gasol when we played them in the Eastern Conference semis when we lost to Toronto in seven games. And uh, Tobias held them to uh, 43% and eight points a game. So, like, I, I'm fine with that matchup, and I would definitely like to see that uh, moving forward. Uh, so Embiid, because he's most valuable, you know, in the paint as a rim protector. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I was really impressed offensively with what they looked I mean, Tobias is playing at an all-star level. Uh, Simmons came out super aggressive on LeBron, which is encouraging to see him playing with that confidence. Uh, Embiid was, was, was himself, um, you know, put up a 28 points. I think he probably would have had 35 if uh, he didn't go down with that back injury. Uh, I'm glad he's, he seems to be – I mean, he played on Friday after that, which I was shocked by. Um, so overall, I mean, I thought both teams looked pretty good. I think that's pretty consistent why we both have them top three in our power rankings right now. What do you think, Sango? I was very impressed by the Sixers. Um, obviously, towards the end, I don't know what the narrative would have been if they blew that lead. That's interesting. But what I got from the game is really the Lakers have no one that can guard Joel Embiid. He's just too big. What's his name? Montrez can't do anything against him. And then you kind of get why, like, Anthony Davis for a while was saying, like, he hates playing the five. He kind of likes playing the four. Because you can kind of see, like, he was getting, like, a little – he can do it. He can handle it. He's a good defender. but For a few minutes. But he's, like, he gets really uncomfortable when he's, like, a big – he plays the five, playing those big centers. And I just saw, like, man, a B really can't be guarded. Well, against that team and Marcus. It's really anyone in the NBA that like, cause like Gasol has always put up the best numbers versus him historically. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is that, that the Sixers, they just, uh, they match up well with the Lakers because they only have one person that can, that can have, that can like put a body on, on Embiid and that's Gasol. But like what, like you said, Anthony Davis isn't a five. He can't take them all game. But Gasol really can't even do anything too now. Like he's not like that. Same defensive player of the year guy that he wasn't. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of a balance of like you got to give credit to Embiid on how he's improved this game, but then also Gasol's, I guess, maybe taking a step backwards as well. Obviously, LeBron. Do you see that as a problem for the Lakers if they matched up in a series? uh, How many minutes they'd have to play Gasol on Embiid because he'd have to play heavy minutes, right? No, because I think it. I don't really think it's a problem because offensively, what he I like what he's been doing. Like he's knows how to pass the ball very well. Like I like this little action they've been doing a lot in these games where LeBron dribbles up the court and then he just flashes to that elbow and then LeBron just does like a simple back cut and then just all these backdoor plays. Sanga, they're running point uh, a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna give him all the credit. Uh, but uh, yeah, I like that uh, defensively. I think they're more of like a. T- team de- defense like this going to be like a team defense thing might, might not be that one individual player that can just stop someone but i feel that collectively as a whole once they get the rotations now especially going into towards with the playoffs because obviously they're still kind of coasting and it's like it was a as well they've been like what a, 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 tw- a 20 day road trip where they play in like nine games in a row it's so scary like, that they're already number one in defense yeah so like it's, it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a game in the middle of covid all that so i understand they're trying to get it's a field out game so i'm interested in the adjustments they're going to make and but uh yeah um I, that's i i beat is just what i've been thinking i just don't know what's wrong with anthony davis right now i mean he's been better lately but 
it's not what I'm where I'm liking it to be right now at the moment. I think also um, if if these two teams didn't match up in a series, um, I also think that Tobias Harris is probably the X factor of the series. Um, if he's the fifth best player in the series, then I think that the Sixers have a real chance of beating the Lakers, um, especially if he's a, a by by a long shot. Um, just because I was so I listed out top seven for Lakers, top like top seven for Sixers. And other than like top heavy because Braun and AD are like top five in the league and Embiid is, is top 10, Simmons is a little bit drop off from there. But after that, um, I think I think it's comparable. You got Schroeder, Harold, Gasol, Kuzma, and Caldwell Pope for the Lakers. And then you got Tobias, Shake, Green, Curry, and Maxi. Like I don't I don't think that's that's far off um, after you after you pass LeBron and AD. And I thought it was also interesting that uh, the Sixers closed with the same starting lineup that they had, but the Lakers kind of switched it up a little bit. They had Pope, Caruso, and Schroeder on the court to end the game. Um, And I think that gives the Lakers a little bit more flexibility um, at the end of games. to for for matchups uh so down the stretch like the Sixers were getting decent looks when the lakers were going on that run uh they kind of just didn't make shots but it's also interesting to see they switched uh, down the stretch they put uh schroeder on simmons um so i feel like the sixers have to find some way to better utilize that matchup and get simmons an easy bucket um down the stretch because they they moved him onto him and he should be able to dominate that matchup and what even if it's not dominating and like scoring like six points in the final couple minutes or something if it's still just drawing a ton of help to be able to get someone else an open shot they got to be able to do that um but i don't know it just gave me a little more confidence that they can at least compete with them they wouldn't just get their doors blown off yeah Um, so that was encouraging yeah and i also think that the lakers as as of now like we don't have a true evaluation of uh, about them because of the coasting and also ad's performance all right cool um all right even though it's a little bit early um we thought we'd we'd get a uh uh, our thoughts on the on some rookies this this year so far um we'll start with like a top three list maybe right now i have and i i've been looking through a few few rookie lists that um different publications have made and and they're all kind of similar um you got Wiseman, Halliburton, and Lamelo Ball as kind of the consensus top three. Um, but uh, what do you what do you guys what do you guys think? What- um, so yeah, so far what I had in terms of rookies, I did have the uh, similar uh, top three, and then I had just a sleeper there. So I have Lamelo at one, twelve, six, and six. Uh, they're actually winning a ton more games than I think a lot of people anticipated. I'm not saying that's just because of Lamelo, because I know. Uh, Gordon Hayward's playing really well as well, but they're nine and 11 right now. Uh, he just looks so comfortable with the ball, unlimited confidence. Uh, he had 27, nine and five the other night against the Bucks. Uh, so showing he can do it against uh, some elite competition. I had Wiseman at two, um, you know, he's averaging 12 and six right now, pretty good rim protection. It's interesting to see. I saw Steve Kerr actually moved him to coming off the bench the other day and started Looney, but it kind of gave him a little spark. Uh, I think he had a his maybe season high. He had like 25 points the other night. So I had him at two, but I also did just see he's out for 10 games uh, with a calf injury. 
that came out about a half hour ago. Uh, so that's going to be, uh, that could be detrimental to him in the rookie of the year race in a shortened season. And then third, I had Tyrese Halliburton, uh, kind of a Swiss army knife, but still shooting the ball really well. 11, um, four and three right now. And then uh, my last guy who I just had as a sleeper uh, was Emmanuel quickly uh, for the Knicks. Um, they're, they've definitely won a lot more games than people anticipated as well. He's had a bunch. He's actually had back-to-back 25-point games, uh, the rookie out of Kentucky. Um, he's shooting about 38%, 37 or 38% from three, which is um, pretty good uh, considering he did struggle with that at mid college. So he's just a sleeper to keep an eye on and could kind of move up the list. Uh, who did you have, Riyad? Uh Yeah, I had um... – I had the same three, just in a little bit different order. I had Wiseman, Halliburton, and Ball. But um, I think Wiseman definitely started the season as as definitely the standout rookie, um, especially because he got a, he started immediately, right, with the first game, didn't he? Um, so he got some minutes. We got to see him. He's a big body on the court, can shoot threes. Uh, he took a little bit of a step back. Like you said, he, he's been benched recently. Um, I, think, I think that's mostly just like defensive – uh, rotations and that type of stuff, just knowing what to do out there. Um, Halliburton looks super comfortable out there. Just always seems like to make the right play. Um, can can do almost anything on the court. Um, unselfish player. Looks like he has fun out there. Um, Lamella Ball also looks like he's having fun out there. Um, I think I think they're finishing a lot of games with with Lamella on the court, um, even though he's not getting the start. Uh, it's just a matter of time, I feel like. And then, and we've also heard a lot of stuff from his teammates. I think Hayward came out the other day and said some good things about Lamelo, about how he sees the floor and how he's an unselfish player and that type of thing. So you have the same three pretty much in the. I mean, I'm sure we got we got the most. Of yeah, them. I have a, yeah, I would take Wiseman over Lamelo, and I, um, I like Holly Bird at three. Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty. Yeah, yeah it's not a. It's not like the like like someone was blowing away like the previous. Yeah, years. yeah. It's not like a. Um, a it's good. Uh, we'll see. Or anything like that. Yeah, but um, we'll see what happens. All right, so that wraps up this episode. We'll continue to cover the most interesting topics throughout the season, and we expect this season to be a fun one. So we hope you can join us. Please rate and subscribe. We will see you next time. Peace.